0: Rod. I went to Arizona State. Rod. I'm a Sun Devil, man. State of the Sun Devils from Arizona Sports with Jesse Morrison, Jeremy Schnell, and Jake Anderson.
1: Hello and welcome here into another edition of State of the Sun Devils, a very special edition of State of the Sun Devils as we we have the new head coach of ASU football, Kenny Dillingham. Joins us on this episode. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me. So, Coach, obviously first week on the job, what's been just like the moment where someone reached out to you or you got to meet someone where it was like a wow moment? I can't believe I'm meeting this person right now.
0: Yeah, I'm not one person that like gets wowed by people. I would say the wow moment was how much work we got to do. You know what I mean? We're sitting there like, <laughs> holy cow, let's get this work. You know, but yeah, that's just, it's it's a blessing. It's an honor. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm so fired up. We got a phenomenal staff and, and we're working every day.
1: Sure. Yeah. Coach, uh, you know, you're, you're getting to work here and everything.
0: Um, you know, you've, you've talked a lot about recruiting Arizona. Uh, just for, for me, uh You know, I'm, I'm also thinking about the outside of Arizona, you know, Texas,
1: Florida, California. Are, are you planning on attacking those areas as well? And how do you plan to do that?
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, we hired a staff that has connections in, in all three of those areas you mentioned, uh, for a purpose. You know, we're going to, we're going to reach not just Arizona, but we're going to reach those places, those states you just mentioned. I just think it's important to keep the local kids home. I think it's important to attack the local kids, but we're going to need the local kids, and then we're going to need to go dive into some other areas as well in order to build the best roster we can build.
2: Coach, uh, I'm the only one between the three of us here that's from here, so I got to address some um, some things I'm not over yet. So I went to Notre Dame Prep. I played against you as you when you were a coach at Shap twice. <laughs> You took us to work on ESPN. You beat us like fifty-seven to zero, and then I you...
0: remember that. Sorry,
2: no, I remember it well as well. And then the following year at your place, you guys somehow overcame a seventeen-point deficit in the last three minutes of the game to beat us in regulation. Obviously, Coach Regal was on that on that uh, squad as well. That would have been twenty eleven, twenty twelve, and then. I joined ASU. I interned for Jeremy Hawks when you were an offensive assistant. So we were on the same team there, had a couple pretty good years there. I say all that because I was raised here. I understand what it means to be an ASU kid that was raised in the Valley. So my question to you is, obviously this whole rebuilding is going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight. But for you in the early years, maybe the first two, three years, what is success going to look like tangibly on the field? I mean, discipline. If there's a tan, I mean, when you say tangibly,
0: I would just say discipline and effort. When you watch us play, do we play with a passion about ourselves and are we disciplined? I think that would be how I would measure success on the field. But to me, success is, you know, are we playing as hard as we can physically play every play? Like, if that's what we're doing, then we're giving effort at a successful level. And I think that would be the most tangible thing to monitor.
1: A little follow up to that. How do you how do you coach that? Because we've seen from a lot of college teams, not just Arizona State, where it's just a lot of Personal fouls after play, pushing and shoving. How do you coach that out of kids, or how do you try and tell them to keep their their cool on the field?
0: I think it's uh, something you. It's not just a flip or a switch you can flip on on game day. I think it's who you are as a person. I think we have to recruit good people. We have to coach good people. We have to teach people how to how to react, how to handle themselves. You know, one of the the pillars to our program is uh, response. So when something good happens, how do you respond? Do you spike the football and dance and get a 15 yard flag? Or do you hand the ball to the official, sprint to the sideline to where you can't get a flag and I'll dance with you, right? As long, as long as you don't get a flag. When something bad happens and somebody punches you in the face, do you flop? And get a 15-yard flag, play it off a little bit, right? Or do you respond and punch in when the second person gets caught? So I think we got to coach a kid's response. we got to teach that. It's got to be something we discuss and we show film of. And, and our kids fully believe in the power of how to respond. Coach, um, are you more of a
1: run-first guy? or more of a pass-first guy?
0: Depends on the game. I mean, there were games this year where we ran for three hundred, I think fifty yards, 380 yards, and there were games we threw for 430, 440. So it's really, this system is built for playmakers. It's built to take what the defense gives you. It's built to get athletes in space. Uh, and if you're a guy who's a playmaker, if you're a guy who can win a one-on-one, if you're a guy who likes the ball in space, this is the place for you, right? So for me, it's purely what is the defense giving us and
1: how are we going to attack it? with numbers, leverage, and grass. Uh, To go along with that, uh, what do you expect from a quarterback in your offense?
0: I expect a guy to be smart. I expect a guy to get us into good plays. I expect a guy to not be greedy. And I expect a guy to be accurate and be able to extend plays to make plays off schedule. I think if you can do those five things, you can be very successful in college football.
2: Coach, obviously you have such energy coming off you. It's probably going through the mics all day as you've been with us on our air. That was something Ray Anderson spoke about right after the firing of Herm Edwards. He wanted a young coach who could, you know, deal with the NIL and everything. What advantages does you being only 32 years old give Arizona State football?
0: I was 32. After two weeks on the job, I'm 47. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I think the advantages are just understand how kids think. And I think the number one thing that I think there's a there's this almost you know fallacy that kids have changed I firmly disagree I think people treat kids differently yes are there different technologies there's social media do kids care more about social media right yes there's all these things that have changed around kids but kids are still kids and kids haven't changed people have just made more excuses for them That's it. And our job is to be cut and dry. Our job is to discipline these guys and teach them that you can have a lot of fun, a lot of fun doing stuff right, doing things the right way, and working hard and getting better. Coach, uh, you all are only 32 years old, but you've been coaching since you were 17 years old. So, I mean, it's not like you you don't bring experience. So just how much do you think
1: that being a young coach – but also having so much experience is going to help you in this, in this role.
0: Yeah. I definitely think I'm blessed from the standpoint of, you know, I've been at, at all these, you know, quote unquote elite places. I've coached at the schools that have legacies, Heisman winners, national championships, right? I've coached the school that's the king of the NIL. I have all these experiences through my, through my short time or my long time actually coaching, but I still have the youth that I understand kind of, you know, I know what, uh, like like Snapchat is I, I have a Twitter like, uh, you know, I know that Facebook is only used right, you know, to reconnect with people over the age of 45. So, I mean, I, I'm very aware. I don't know all the trends. I have zero swag, but I do know a little bit of, you know, how kids operate. You've some swag. Uh, very little, very little. <laughs> don't, don't my wife dresses me.
1: We were ta- you were talking to Burns and Gambo a little bit ago about Sean Iguano and retaining him on on your staff. I wanted to get a little bit of insight as to what you've seen from Sean Iguano over the past few years, not only as as a person, but you know schematically teaching the running backs. The the number of running backs that he's gotten to the NFL is is amazing uh, with just his first few years as a co- collegiate coach after being in the high school ranks.
0: Yeah, I mean, you watch his guys, they run hard. Uh, if you watch their guys, you know, when I watch a running back, it's how do they have to stop their feet on every run. And when you watch those guys run, they bomb runs. You know, there's when there's a crease, they take it. Uh, it's not a guy who has to chop his feet and then accelerate. They bomb it, they stay on their tracks, and they play hard. And you know why those guys have success is because they believe in Coach Iguano because uh, he cares about them. And that matters. When your coach cares about you, when you you know your coach has your back, you're going to go to war for him because you know he's going to go to bat and war for you. And I think that's one of his greatest strengths as a coach is he cares. He cares, he cares, he cares.
1: Well, Coach. Uh,
0: I got one, one
2: I got yeah. one last yeah, one if you don 't mind, coach You said earlier today at the luncheon that you 're going to have Bo Baldwin call the plays. I just wondering what kind of went into that, and was there ever part of you that wanted to still be a play caller
0: oh he 's phenomenal he 's a phenomenal coach he 's one of the smartest people i 've ever talked ball with, and uh, I firmly believe creating a game plan. Uh, Creating a system is the key to offense. When you look at all the, the successful offenses, you know, look at Mike Norvell's success this last year at Florida State, my success this last year. Systems are what creates success. Teaching progressions of how you teach is what creates success, not necessarily the person calling the plays on game day. This is a guy who's a phenomenal football coach. He's won a national championship as a head coach, he can lead men. Uh, Me and him have a very similar offensive philosophy. We're going to install the offense that I believe in. We're going to add a few of his things, a few of our wideouts coaches' things, a few of Coach Iguano's things. We're going to mold this together to build the best thing we can possibly build.
1: Well, Coach, we really appreciate the time. Obviously, it's been probably a whirlwind couple of weeks for you, and uh, we appreciate you stopping by and giving us a few minutes. Thanks so much, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate y'all having me. All right. Go Devils!